What's up, movie fans and Netflix fingers? We are back. My name is Adam Schubert, and as always, I'm joined by Lennon Burton. This is the Bros Who Binge podcast. London, how are you doing? I'm doing well, man. Glad. Oh, wait, what's up? I said it's been a month. Yeah, man. Glad to be back. Super excited. Only episode they got while we were away was Creed. Reviewed that. I hope you see that because that movie is fucking great. But ecstatic to be back. Perfect time, too. A lot of DC news dropped like recently. A lot of Star Wars news dropped recently. Is the perfect time to be back. Mando's almost finished. I'm excited to talk to you about Mallons that. This week. Yeah. Next of Succession. Yeah. Well, well, look, you're going to tell us about Succession this week. I'll talk about it next week. But I'm here to talk about Mando fully. I'm fully caught up on that. Uh, Dave, I saw one episode of that. It's pretty oh. fire. Pretty fire. I liked how it started the off. The second one's the best. Okay, okay. Well, I'll be ready for next week. I didn't know I needed to watch Dave, but we're good. I'll be back. But but Mando, great, great shit. Star Wars is doing some phenomenal shit. I'm excited about all the Star Wars news. I'm excited about all the DC news. And I can tell the people about Mario Bros. Because I saw that today. Great movie. Shout out to Jack Black. Peaches, 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 peaches. If you know the song, you know it. It is great. I was confused at how they were going to bring... Because it starts off in New York. But, like, I was confused at how we were going to get there. But how we got there is perfect. But I just think it's funny. At the end, Mario and Luigi are just like, yeah, fuck our family. <laughs> we're going back to the Mushroom Kingdom. <laughs> like, the, the crazy thing is, the pipes take them from New York to this other dimension. And they have a whole family... And they're just like, fuck y'all, we're going back. <laughs> Peaches is a family, bro. <laughs> Peach and Donkey Kong. Shout out to Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen stole the show. That's funny that, that that's the whole the bit of the Mario movie because I have a feeling that Barbie's going to be a lot like that too. Look, straight up, the Mario movie, the I, like I can, I can, five seconds, it is great. All the Easter eggs are perfect. Uh, it's a short movie, so whenever it comes on streaming, you'll watch it. It's only like an hour, 30 minutes, but it goes by fast. There's not really any downtime. The whole purpose is Bowser's trying to marry Peach, and if he if she doesn't marry him, he's destroying the uh, kingdom. Mario, uh, Luigi gets in the pipes. Mario and Luigi get separated. Uh, Luigi lands on uh, Bowser's land. Mario lands on Peach's land. Peach teaches him how to jump on all of the things and, like, he eats the the different mushrooms, gets power ups. So they have to recruit Donkey Kong's uh, uh uh Donkey Kong's army to be able to fight Bowser. But Donkey Kong doesn't run the Kong army; it's his dad, Cranky Kong, which I think is hilarious. You see Diddy Kong. They they uh the the Kongs are like the superior race, and like they create the Mario Karts, and like they're like super high tech and smart. So like they drive the Mario Karts to go back to the Mushroom Kingdom. Bowser and them have a big fight off. It's and to beat Bowser, Mario eats the star. That shit. It's it's just great. It is great, great, great. All the Easter eggs are perfect. Like if you've played Mario games, you'll see everything. It was great. But Seth Rogen was the best one, like by far. Well, him and, like him and Jack Black. Sounds like it's a fun movie. That was my whole thing when it, the talk came out. I was like, this is like supposed to be just like a fun movie. Yeah, like the critics were too. Uh, too harsh on it unnecessarily. Yeah, we're not trying to reinvent the wheel of a kid's movie. Let's just like go back to the days where we could like, you know, put out some 
kids content and people get to be down for it. And it's it's a, it's kids content, but it's really like adult content, like masqueraded as kids content. Like kid, there's no way kids like, understand really? any of those references, like any of them. Like that that was all for adults. Uh yeah, I mean I'm I'm definitely gonna watch it when it comes available. So, but it was great. Shout out to shout out to Illumination. All right. Well, um, if you're ready, then we can jump into the celebration stuff and get going. Yes, sir. All right, let's get started. So I kind of just you know projectile vomited Star Wars celebrations have on this uh, notes for today. So I'm just gonna read down, however, the order. I wrote it in. Uh, so Stephen Knight, the Peaky Blinders creator, is going to write the screenplay for the untitled Star Wars movie that Shamin Obey Chinoy, who uh, was the direct, one of the directors of Ms. Marvel, is attached to direct. Um, this was originally going to be the Dave and Lulio movie before he departed. Uh, this is going to be the return of Daisy Ridley as Rey. All right, had to get Schubert to reconnect. Now, now he sounds like a golden god. <laughs> uh, so I'll go, I'll speak in Kathleen Kennedy's words as a golden god. So she said that this movie is going to take place 15 years out of Rise of Skywalker. So we're post-war, post-First Order, and the Jedi are in a disarray. There's a lot of discussion around who are the Jedi, what are they doing, what's the state of the galaxy, Ray's attempting to rebuild the Jedi Order. You know, based on the ancient Jedi texts and uh, what you promised to Luke, so that's where it's going. Out of all and, the things so announced, other Jedi. out of all the things announced, this is the thing I'm the least excited for. Yeah, probably so. It's definitely going to have the toughest hill to climb. The only thing no. that would make this good is um, if she tries to take it a different direction. Um, but you know, I would have trusted it more when the Lockwood stayed. Look, I will say this. I will be bought in if John Boyega is a Jedi in this. If not, I'm not buying that, in. <laughs> that you are not the first person saying that. All they have to do. Oh, wait. Other people have been saying that. See, I don't even because I, I don't listen to Star Wars pods anymore. I, I stopped because I was just like, I'm going to just get my news from Shuby. But uh, OK, so all they have to do is first trailer, show him lighting a lightsaber. And I'm back in, baby. I'm right in, back in. If he's part of fixing this new Jedi Order, I'm in. If not, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. He's definitely not going to come back to Star Wars. Yeah, I know. He's, he personally said he does not care. <laughs> now, could you recast him? I mean, you could. Mm. You could recast him. Now, see, I'm down. For, is, look, I just want a male African-American to be a Jedi like I was promised. If that happens, I'm back in. <laughs> I'm sure they'll find a way somehow. And I mean, and you know, speaking of African American Jedi, we do have the acolyte. Um, yeah, we do. Has had some amazing stuff. They uh, there were some clips that were shown that I saw. Well, she's not. She's not a like Jedi. Matrix style. She's a Sith. <laughs> she's both. She Is she both? A Sith and a Jedi. Oh, so are they twins? He plays twins. Oh. He plays twins. That one that go you know, either way. See, I didn't know that. Tell all right, tell us about it. Okay. Yeah. See, I didn't see the leaks. I, I was looking for the alkali leaks all week. Um, I can't remember where I saw it on my 
find a different thing. I have some other things pulled up. I didn't. Uh, where it shows like the what they played, where several opening scenes of the jet of the temples, the Jedi meditate. Um, Lee from Squid Games trains Jedi younglings before it cuts to Carrie Ann Moss fighting Amanda Amanda Stenberg. Um, many scenes around around Coruscant, action scenes featuring Daphne Keene. Um, with, as what seems to be a Sith assassin in a dark costume mask. There. Oh, is that Revan? Jedi make. Well, no, I think that this, that's what we're saying. Daphne Keen is a. Oh, she's okay. Cause see, I'm looking at mask. the I'm looking at some of the leaked footage right now. Oh, that looks just like Revan. That's crazy. Yeah, uh, she's not seeing the lightsaber. Um, she no, she's not lurking in the shadows. Yeah, it's um, just her in a red mask. Twelve Jedi all. Be t- there's a shot of 10 or 12 Jedi lighting up their lightsabers, some of which are yellow. Um, the guy who plays Chewbacca is supposed to come in and play a Wookiee Jedi. Um, it's supposed to be a mix of Frozen and Kill Bill, they say. Mm. Um, there's some scenes, they showed a scene at Celebration of hand-to-hand combat between Jedi and Sith um, that was much more like the Matrix without lightsabers. So, hell yeah, hell yeah. That's all some pretty interesting stuff. Um I told bro, when we first started to... talking about this, I told you that this was the one I'm the most anticipated for because we're gonna get all that Jedi shit I've been craving. Like, this is what I'm talking about. You have Jedi, you're gonna make it Matrix and Kill Bill style. Sign me the F up, baby. Yeah, taking place in the High Republic should go into like the origins of where we or where the ball starts to turn of the Sith Jedi rivalry that becomes Palpatine that becomes the Skywalker saga. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like if there's any connections, um, and the OVO fact, wait, the fact that there's then, uh circles that the two circles intersect, ah, oh, they're twins in the in the fucking uh in like the logo thing how there's the red circle and then there's the like the blue circle. Mm, okay, right. okay. Okay. So lots of really cool stuff coming out of Acolyte. Um in terms of some of the other movies Kathleen Kennedy did say about Ryan Johnson and Taika Waititi that they haven't scrapped those movies but they probably are. Who cares? Um James <laughs> Mangold is going to make a Star Wars movie that will go back to the dawn of the Jedi. Um that should that's supposed to be a biblical epic and explore the origins of the Force. Hype for that too. So, hype, hype for that just as much as Acolyte, man. I'm, I'm assuming that Lucasfilm must have loved Indiana Jones. <laughs> James Mangold, this project. Got to um, for sure. But you know, if he if he takes a similar mindset that he did the Logan, this could really be a big movie for Star Wars. Look, uh, he, I think it's going to be like he got some big things on the horizon. Epic, I think it's going to be like you know. Way way out at a left field of its own thing. I'm I'm thinking I'm even thinking a more primitive Star Wars, you know. Oh yeah, I'd be down for that. I'd Probably definitely be down for that. Ships that can make it, but like maybe no hyperspace. You know, no lightsabers really, because this is the origins of the Force. So mm. I don't know. It'd be interesting. Yeah, I could get down with that. I could definitely get down with that. Look, all my thing is like Mangle has some big stuff coming with this and swamp thing all he has to do is hit it out the park and he'll be he'll be rolling yeah, in though. terms of in terms of 
where he is with Swamp Thing. I, I believe James Gunn said that yeah, that he that's his priority at the moment is that he's going to do Swamp Thing and then do this. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Nice. So that tells you this is look. The um, Star Wars movies are far away. Like we got to get through like Acolyte. We got to get through Filoni's movies. Like there's things that take precedent before. Uh, the Jedi, the the Jedi First Order, like thing, whatever, the birth of the Jedi and the sequel series. Yeah, if I had to go in the order of the movies, it would, I'd probably say the James Mangold one comes out farthest away, and then I I probably think that the Ray one comes sooner, just because you already got Daisy Ridley on on contract. They're gonna move. They're gonna move on that. It goes Ahsoka, then that one, and then and, uh... and, and then, but the Filoni one. That's gonna join Ahsoka and Skeleton Crew and Mando. That's gonna. That's the first one. AKA be, Rebels, the dude. movie. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much that. I I would say let's expect that for the summer of twenty seventeen. Twenty seven. Yeah. Yeah. Look, that Ahsoka um, trailer was so, bomb. Ahsoka trailer was bomb. We see Ezra. We see Thrawn, who's officially now played by Lars Mikkelsen. Well, we don't we see. see we see Ezra. I thought we see like a picture of him. We see him. We we see the actor who is playing Ezra, who is confirmed to be playing Ezra, like long time ago. Did we see him? Oh damn! I must have been blind. Yes, he was. He was not not in not in the flesh. We saw a like a blue, like a message, like "Help me, Obi Wan Kenobi, or my only hope." He's uh, up in blue. Okay, 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 okay. See, I, I need to. Uh... I wasn't paying attention well enough then because I didn't even I didn't realize. I'm assuming a lot of what was in that trailer was the first two episodes. Um, that's what it was for me. Look, I'm just saying that 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 white guy with the fucking red lightsaber looking like a like a bat or orange, orange. red. Yeah, he he was looking badass. <laughs> yeah, it looks like there's gonna be him and an apprentice. Mm-hmm. Um, that's Thrawn's new Sith. Balin's Balin's school. Balin Skull is the man, and Shin Haiti is his uh, apprentice. apprentice woman. Look, that's that's um, Thrones, well, that's Thrones people, man. That's his gunners. They're described as force sensitive, so they're not even who are neither Jedi or Sith, which is the perfect antithesis for Ahsoka. So mm-hmm. this is like where Ahsoka is, and Ezra too, know, purity of the force, and Sabine. Yeah. So I, I believe that Balin Skull and Shin Haiti could be really interesting anti-heroes. Oh, you don't think they're going to fight them? It could almost be like... I believe that they probably will fight them, but I believe that they could probably come to some kind of common ground depending on where their allegiances lie. Because what it seems like if they're neither Sith or Jedi, these are what people have thought for a long time that you know there should be some kind of gray area. And this could be like... For sure. You know, these, these two Jedi who strayed from the path and were like, well, you know, I don't want to embrace the dark side, but I definitely want to have attachments have you know what everything of the Jedi order when, when your head cannon is so completely the, different than mine see I'm thinking they're thrones like pawns like they're thrones like minions of like you know homies who may have been inquisitors or like in inquisitor camps you know something like that well I, I just think they're working for thrones I think what's interesting here with this show and also with skeleton crew as we kind of tr- transition to that talking about that a little bit um, they're specifically exploring the outer regions. Jude Law is going to be a Jedi. It's pretty much confirmed. Oh damn! I think it okay. was even shown on at Star Wars Celebration. So you know there are people out here in the outer regions that are doing things that are 
you know, and Thrawn's um, race comes from the outer regions. Or the yeah, he's out there. Regions. So um, it could be all, it could be attached to Thrawn. It could just be a part of this new unexplored area that we're now going to get to. I assume it's going to be a large part of it because the more that happens in the unknown regions, it helps us understand more the rise of Skywalker. But Exegol was the planet that Ray and Kylo went to to fight Palpatine. That is in the unknown regions, um, and it could also be a re help us understand why a lot of our heroes from from the animated stuff was not in the sequel trilogy movies because uh -huh. they'll be out here okay, you know, okay whatever's going on over here i can get down with that judo or jedi that's badass <laughs> and we do know for a fact the rebels crew shows up in rise of skywalker in that final battle so yeah, yeah there could be a play into that trash don't get at the end of the season <laughs> look give me give me this era I'm in it. I'm in this era heavy right now, bro. The Ahsoka shit looks so good. I'm ready for this Thrawn movie. Like, this is this is the wave right now. I got to give Star Wars their props because this shit looks great. Ahsoka is going to... Bro, she better use her lightsabers every episode. Every episode. I think she will. I think there's going to be... Well, we know that Hayden Christensen's in it, so there's going to be flashbacks. Oh, Liddy. I forgot about that. You think we'll see the Rebel scene? Where she cuts off his mask, or a version that's, of that? That's plausible. Yeah. Okay. Plausible. I've seen some. I've seen some things that we're gonna explore a lot of world between worlds in live action, which will be interesting. I mean, shit, we saw the whales, so like, I could believe it. Yeah. I see people think that um, the two Sith Jedi people are are came from the world between worlds. Like they're they could be like High Republic era. That like were stuck in the world between worlds and now ended up, you know, 100, crazy. 200 years into the future. Uh, so lots of crazy stuff going on about that. Um, but going back to Skeleton Crew, they did show some things from Skeleton Crew. Apparently, reveals very Amblin, as it's been supposed to the. John Watts is going to direct, but also the Daniels will direct, and David Lowry, who is doing a lot of stuff for Disney. Um, Bryce Dallas Howard, the Isaac Chun, who have done Mando episodes, they're all going to direct. Uh, they're going to the give us one Jude Law like, fight so we could watch for people my like right. for people like us to watch. Then there's going to be the rest of that kid shit. We're going to get one Jude Law fight. It's going to piss me off. <laughs> well, what it seems like it's going to be is the pirates from Mando. Mm this year like the guy who survived uh, he's gonna yeah. be like taking up a pirate nation deal and that's gonna be like their big bad because you can't you can't have like too scary of one if it's kids yeah. thing. low-key i feel like they're doing the the lin von jong or whatever the fuck that shit was called from rebels those space pirates or whatever in in not rebels in legend in legends like i feel like they're they're taking all of the legends uh, yeah and just, just spreading it around like that <laughs> Like, I feel like Bong were like badass. Okay, well, maybe that's cut. Like, like I, I, it just and destroying planets. see that might be who Ray fights. Parasite. That might be who Ray fights in the uh, in the future movies because I'm I, I just see all this legend shit that would make all sense. around. Well, yeah, because I mean, basically, Filoni's movie you could basically just call it Air of the Empire. Mm hmm. That's what that is. The series of Thrawn in the in Legends. But like, who it's, else it's would Ray fight? Like, that's what I'm saying. Empire without Luke. 
If you make it the pirate, like you introducing these pirates showing that there's other groups, if you make it the using Vong, like later, it makes sense. Like you got to have someone that's not part of the Skywalker trilogy as the villain. You got to go get someone new and a reason for her to make Jedi. Like I get if you want to get Sith, but like where'd they come from? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like it, it has to do something that makes sense in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, I can see that. Um, so we'll see how it all goes with that. The only other Star Wars stuff I have to say is we did get some animated news. Bad Bad is going to come back for its final season, season three. Bad Batch this season. Was it good? Had probably two, two of their episodes are probably better than everything I've seen from Mando. Damn. See, I'm interested. I mean, you don't like Mando this season? Well, I mean, like, I think it's fine, but I mean, like, if we're talking about really cool, (laughs) you know, great writing, uh, great storytelling makes you really think about like Star Wars was Bad Batch this season when they really kind of explored how how the Empire transitioned to stop using clone troopers and how they were basically treated as like property of the empire like they weren't even considered like real human beings so like that it's exploring that and like how they're coping with that why some of them leave why some of them stay yeah the the visions trailer was good too you know obviously the stuff that we're seeing in mando with the cloning yeah is happening in this early onset of the empire. The empire is already expo- exploring cloning. They're already trying to like make clones for like jet, you know, Sith clones. Um, but yeah, uh, you said visions. Yeah, the visions. Uh, really, really the good. thing I really saw from visions was the Wallace and Gromit studios. Oh, you didn't watch the trailer? Content. I don't think I saw. I, th- I believe I saw it. I just can't remember anything besides. Oh, that bro, they got some ones that look crazy in this season, like the Africa one with the black people. That shit look crazy. The one where the Sith is dragging the fucking lightsaber through the thing and he's looking scary. That shit look crazy. Like there's so much Sith stuff in this. And I like how when he walked through the Visions logo, it turned red. And oh, I'm interested. It was so many lightsabers in this. I was like. Thank you, Star Wars. I hope Kathleen Kennedy was listening to our podcast for these past couple years where all Lyndon has said is, stop giving us shit that doesn't pertain to Jedi. My God, I am finally getting what I wanted from Star Wars. See, you got what you wanted in Andor. They gave you your space stuff. They gave you exploring all these other things and like the world of Star Wars. Now they're giving the meatheads like me some fucking lightsabers, baby. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, Sell those that, damn toys. Like, goddamn. Star Wars is lightsabers. That's what I'm uh, saying. I'm going to Disney World and make lightsabers, and I can't even see it on a TV show. What's wrong with y'all? <laughs> uh, but I will say, as, as we wrap up Star Wars, the best thing that I saw was Andor season two. Trailer. I know. <laughs> I know. I know you you were gonna say that was by far the best thing that I've seen. How? Better than a soca? Yes. Your ass. Enjoy it. Keep keep enjoying your andor, my brother, and I'll take my dual lightsaber give queen. Me more, give me more Star Wars creators that hate <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> But see, that's so crazy because you love Star Wars. You just want non-Jedi stuff. Don't say no, hate Star I want, Wars. I want like people who are not 
sold and beloved on the tone. I want mm. new tone. Okay, fair. Yeah, that's fair. I want new tone. I want new filmmaking decisions. I want new music or lack of. Mm, okay. Okay. Let's, now that's yeah, that's fair. Let's be real. Let's let's play let's let's play in the real realism world. Okay, I'm not mad at that. Yeah, I'm not mad. I'm not um, mad at that at all. But yeah, so now we're talking about Batman. Oh, um, Penguin Part Two. We got Clayface. Oh, oh, I thought we talked about Pink. Oh, lit. I mean, I don't know if Clayface is gonna be the final villain, but the fact that he's in, but the fact that he's involved is great. I'm interested in if Matt Reeves is gonna give us the actor that's Clayface, the Basil one, if he's gonna give us the cop that's Clayface. Or if he's going to give us the OG Clayface that's a serial killer that, like, kills people by dumping them in clay and, like, molding around their body and suffocating them. That I could see Matt Reeves doing if he wants to make it more realism. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could see it being that. And either way, I'm very interested in it. But the thing, that's not even the news for me. When I saw that Penguin trailer, I was like, oh, he's going there. Like, he is going there. That that trailer said to me, Sopranos Batman, like straight up. Right. It's like even with the title card and everything, I was like, oh, he's really doing it. Like it didn't feel like a cheap knockoff show. Like, you know, when you get these movies that are grandiose and then you get into their TV universe, it feels lesser than or cheaper. It did not feel like that. It felt like, oh, I'm still in the Batman's Gotham. This is 100% an HBO show and not a Mac show, which I think matters going forward. I'm in it, baby. I'm in it 100%. Robert Pattinson's showing up maybe more than one episode. <laughs> like, that trailer told yeah, me. Um, <laughs> like, he's showing up. I'll do those rumors were going around and they were like, oh, you know, Batman can't be in this because this or that and Kitten's going. It's like, that's not true. Yeah, that's not <laughs> Batman, Batman, yo, fucking Jim Gordon's going to be in this, bro. Like, I'm, 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 I'm sold that everybody going to be in this, except Catwoman. Like, she might not be in that. No, no, Catwoman probably won't. But she could. But, she fits she, into the story. That's her sister. Like, we, we meet her sister, which Christina Milati looking like a goth god. I'm loving it. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, that was everything I need in the trailer. He started wobbling, like he's turning into the penguin slowly but surely in that series. He started wobbling, his nose started growing, he could hear it in his voice. Like, Colin Farrell, give him the Emmy now. I'm yeah, in. I've watched, uh, I recently watched Colin Farrell's True Detective season two, which he was probably the best part of. He was. Um, I think that. You know, he's just coming off Banshees. Yeah, I was about to say, I watched Banshees of Israel, and he's been killing it. I mean, he's really doing great acting. So, I mean, seeing him doing Penguin, I mean, it just makes me feel good because they're going to, it's going to be taken completely seriously. This isn't Gotham. <laughs> yeah, no, this, this, is, is... this isn't Gotham. This isn't CW. Like, well, no matter what, and I, and I said this in the Discord, and I, and I, I bet I feel like you agree with me. No matter what, no matter if James Gunn is successful or not, Thank God we have Matt Reeves. <laughs> like, whatever whatever happens with James Gunn, like, I want James Gunn to succeed. I want that side of the universe to be great. But if it doesn't, at least we have the Matt Reeves universe. Because, my God, what he's doing is phenomenal. <laughs> yeah. No, I think Matt Reeves stuff is, like, you know, the most... The it's the most compelling... Ever. It's the most compelling superhero shit across the board. Like, 
Uh, over like Marvel is in the shitter right now. Like we haven't even talked. Yeah. Like like Star Wars is carrying Disney. By the way, like Marvel is in the shitter. People don't know what to expect with James Gunn. Fair, I think it's gonna be good, but fair. Um, you got you talking about Guardians? I think Guardians gonna be big. Yeah, I think Guardians gonna be good too. But like all that other Marvel shit is in the sh- is in the fucking trash. Um, like all this shit is going on. Meanwhile, Matt Reeves is making the most. People talking about superhero fatigue, saying, "Oh." Video game contents come and take over. Shut up. Matt Reeves is killing the fucking game. Oh, yeah, and then also Marvel MCU is going to get stomped by Sony again. And when Spider-Verse comes out. But yeah, Spider-Verse looks great, like, too. So, yeah, it's, it's not like it's for them, but, I mean, things are looking up for DC. We've gotten through... Well, we, we have to get one through one more Aquaman. Oh, I, that, I heard the Aquaman movie's horrible. <laughs> like, 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 I might not even go watch it. I heard it's horrible. I probably Un- won't either. Unwatchable. Like, that's why Jason Momoa is running to Lobo. Like, he's not even, he's sprinting. <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess the only thing I'm, I guess, so want to watch is Flash. Oh, yeah, that's the only, oh, yeah, that's the only one we got to get through. Absolutely. Yeah, oh, and Blue Beetle, um, which I, we yeah. saw the trailer. I didn't like it. You didn't, li- I didn't like it. What? You didn't like it? Why? What you didn't like about it? T- talk to me. Talk to me. No, I'm just like, I'm getting worried about uh, the way the death being shot and the way, the way that the tone that that's taking. And, you know, whenever George Lopez shows up in something, I always feel like it's, you know, just a. Well, it's not meant for like Blue Beetle's supposed joke. to be for teens. I mean, I'll- like, okay, I'm going to say this. I at, at least James Gunn, when he's talked about these films, he's been honest. Like, Shazam, he was like, oh, it's cool. <laughs> like, he didn't, he didn't, he, Flash, he said, it's the best superhero movie he's seen in forever. With Blue Beetle, he says, it is great, and I'm glad to have it part of the DCU. I'm, I, it needs to be. So for him to say that, I think it's going to be good. I just don't know if it's going to be... You know, for for us who want like you know a little darker superhero stuff, but I feel like this is DC's version of like Spider Man, but like not as not Spider Man has more of a serious tone. But like I don't know, I think it's gonna be like Homecoming, like Homecoming Spider Man. I'm just worried about it. That's fair. I liked when he pulled out that sword though; it was badass. I was rocking with that. So we'll see how that goes. And when the thing went on his body, it was all like, I was like, oh, they stayed true to the comics. Like, it was like horrifying when the reach came on. Yeah. There's there's parts of that that you, I I understand the George Lopez thing, but I'm going to say this. There's parts of that that was just like, all right, they know what they're doing. Yeah, I mean, I'm just always worried that they're going to turn it into Spy Kids or something. No, I see what you're saying. I definitely see what you're saying. <laughs> hey, I don't think it's gonna happen though. <laughs> um, so I'm stuck with DC. We got Future Commandos. Hype. We called it. <laughs> Literally, Time right? Weasel, Frank, Frank Grillo, Rick Flag Senior, Maria Bakalova, Princess Liana. Uh, Idra Varma, The Bride, Zoe Zhao, Nina Mazursky, Alan Tudyk, Dr. Phosphorus, David Harbour, Eric Frankenstein, Sean Gunn as G.I. Robot, and Stephen G. as Economist. The biggest name is who's fucking... Going, who's going to be the leader instead of Waller. Oh, nice. The biggest name The biggest name to me is David Harbour's Frankenstein. That's dope. <laughs> yeah. It's a good cast. Harbour said, fuck this. I'm yeah. out. Bye, Marvel. 
And what people who, you know, may not remember that these are all people who are going to voice a character. Oh, yeah, these are the live action. Also, yeah. going to be the live action characters as well. I'm just proud of well, us when Frank me. Grillo spilled the beans and was on IG and was like, oh, yeah, I'm joining DC. We were like, oh, this is Rick Flag Sr. <laughs> Easy. Easy peasy limit. Like, he, how, who else would he have been? Like, I saw people trying to say, oh, he's Deathstroke. He's, I was like, bro, J James Gunn said that the first thing he was casting was Creature Commandos. And if, an, if a fucking actor knows who he is already, it's gotta be Rick Flagg Sr. There was plus, no one else. Plus Frank Grillo, Frank Grillo is not the casting for Deathstroke in this era of DC. He would have been cast as Deathstroke in Titans. Yeah, facts. <laughs> Facts, no, 100%. Or even CW. It would have been like, oh, wow. They got a big name, Frank Grillo. <laughs> no disrespect, Frank. We love you, brother. <laughs> You're a good Rick Flag yeah, senior. I mean, like, we, talked, we talked really good stuff about his, uh, his Hulu movie. Facts! People didn't Boston, fuck with it, but we were... We, yeah, we're Frank Grillo stands over here. And I think, Frank, I think Rick Flag Sr. is perfect for him. Like, I'm excited for this. Um, so last bit of DC Peacemaker season two is going to release after Superman because we haven't announced this on this podcast, but James Gunn will direct Superman, which we all knew. Yeah, and Waller's going to come out first. Mm -hmm. Waller's going to come out before Peacemaker season two, too. All you people out there, the, the kid Asher or whatever to play Shazam is not going to be Superman. <laughs> Fuck no, bro. <laughs> James Gunn's casting stop. a 30 year old. Y'all need to stop it. Like, I'm tired. Like, all of you all. Who who are casting 17, 18, and between like 22-year-olds. James Gunn is casting someone that's between the ages of 26 and 35. That's just what it's gonna be. Yeah, and that's also that's probably the age of also whoever this Dick Grayson is gonna be too. So get get over it. True. Facts, 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 facts. Gonna be, gonna be We're gonna get a young Damien, uh, though. Yeah, but he's too old for that. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, but I'm excited about the, the titles that have leaked. Which I don't know if you saw Animal Man, the Fantastic, I mean the Terrifics, uh, Mr. Terrific. Um, what was the? Uh, there was another one that that was that's part of Ch Phase One, but the Terrifics and Mr. Terrific in Phase One, fuck yeah, baby, that's a badass move. Same thing with Animal Man, that's a badass move by James Gunn. I don't think some of those will be movies like Animal Man. I think will be a TV show. I think Mr. Terrific will be a TV show, but the Terrifics will be a movie. Yeah. Uh, all I'm saying is Marvel better hope that Fantastic Four hits because if it doesn't, the Terrifics are going to just be like that because the Terrifics are great. Yeah, like they are. Um. So speaking of Marvel, let's jump into their stuff. We'll talk one bit of news and then their trailer and then we'll move on. Uh, Mia Goth joins Blade with Mahershala Ali. I think this is a good thing for Blade because we know it, that they're changing up their direction, adding Mia Goth. Bro, they cut Kit Harrington. We could go with the that's the rumors. Oh, I wanted Black yeah. Knight. No, man. I wanted Black Knight in there. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, the, the least connection, the better, especially the connection to Eternals. Like, you know, no, bro. If, if we're going to get a blade and you're going to put Mia Goth in it, like, give me give me something like, give me Mia Goth as a vampire. Who's, that's what she's. She's going to be the vampire. Yeah, that's exactly what people are saying. She's going to be the vampire queen. But I'm salty, man. I wanted Black Knight, Mahershala Ali, the dark. You know, I wanted the fucking uh, the the uh, Brotherhood of the Immortals, baby. Well, he'll be in, he'll be in Moon Knight season two. We all know <laughs> we're gonna get that against. Him. Yeah, 
But yeah, uh, me and Dolph's gonna be the queen of the vampires. The trailer came out. Boo! Marvel trailer, Marvel trailer came out. You hate it. Everyone hates it. I think it's fine. It's. I, I mean, I don't hate it. See this than I am to watch Captain Marvel ever again. Oh no, for sure, for sure. I'm excited for Monica Rambeau. I don't hate it, but I was. I'm more intrigued with the Secret Invasion trailer. That shit was gas. Oh yeah, I guess we didn't talk about that yet. Yeah, yeah no, that shit was gas. Like that is what I'm talking about with all the other stuff. Is what I'm talking about. This is the Marvel version. Like, give me something real. Give me something grounded. That feels amazing. That has me excited for not only that, but Captain America, New World Order. Like, I'm excited for all of the S.H.I.E.L.D. street-level stuff. But, like, the Marvels, now, I could care less. Now, I will say with the Marvels, it feels less like a movie that is worth theater-worthy and more like the streaming. Marvels streaming, straight-to-streaming movies. And my thing is, like... Which eventually, I think we're going to get to. It, it just feels like such a different tone than Secret Invasion and Nick Fury's in the Marvels and it's like, I feel like that has to tie to Secret Invasion, right? Probably in some way, but I think the tone is just like that because of Kamala Khan. Kamala. Mm. And I think we we got a lot of Kamala's arc in that, which I think was on purpose because they didn't want to go too heavy into what's gonna I happen. feel like it's gonna be more Monica, Monica driven yeah Larson uh, because like that's probably gonna be a little bit more serious because I think Brie Larson's trying to be more serious about it I think she um, is too but it seems like she's less in this movie she seems like like I feel like this movie if you had to break it in percentages I feel like this is 50% Monica 30% Kamala maybe even 40 and then like the rest Brie Larson it's a trailer uh, yeah, you know, from, what, right. from what I've seen with Mandalorian, like we've literally got what, eighty to eighty-five percent of what was the Mandalorian trailer was, was the first two. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. That's fair. That's fair. But I'm hyped for Secret Invasion. Mm-hmm. Shout out to that. Which of these trailers did you watch? Oh, I watched uh, Marvels, Bupkus, Last Thing He Told Me, The Regime, True Detective, Continental, Class of 09, and The Sympathizer. Oh, in Sanctuary, because she was she was a dominatrix jerking him his ass off, and that dude's about to be a CEO somewhere. Freak ass. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that movie, Margaret Qualley, I don't remember the actor's name. That's the movie yeah, I want to see. I don't remember the actor's name either, but Margaret Qualley seems perfect it, for that role. She seemed crazy. It's like, what was that one with Zendaya and John David Washington? Oh, yeah, it, 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 it seems like that, but the darker version of it, that. <laughs> It's like that, but darker and like better. Look, but I it's think all gonna be like in that one location. From seeing this, I kind of want Margaret Qualley to be the James Gunn Harley Quinn, even though it's gonna be Margot Robbie. Okay. But she, yeah, she could work for it. But she would be great. Yeah, I mean, I, I think she could do it. I think she could do something else too. I think you know, if you True. wanted to make her some other character in the Batman Rhodes gallery or another villainess. Yeah, I would want her to be a villain at L- Livewire. She'd be a good Livewire if they wanted to do that. Livewire is a good one, yeah. Yeah. I think, like, I think Livewire would serve in a new Superman era with James Gunn. Mm-hmm. I do, too. Flirty, like, getting under Superman's skin. That would work. She'd be well for a young Superman as well. So, shout out Mark Wally. But that movie looks weird and interesting. I'm in it. Um, what do you think about Pete Davidson as Pete? I'm Davidson. watching that. Look, I... For Pete Davidson to get Joe Pesci as his grandpa, that's hard. That's hard, bro. He got Bobby Cannavale. You know I'm a Cannavale stan, 
vinyl got canceled way too early. I stand on that. You got the Wu Tang in there. You got John Stewart in there. Keenan Thompson. Like this is this feels like entourage. This feels like Californication. This is what I want from a show about a famous person. Have other famous people in it. Make it like Entourage. Make it like Californication. And it feels like that. I'm watching Buffets. I'm watching. Yeah, it's different than Dave in the sense that Dave is in our actual reality. And this one is in a semi reality. Yeah. That's where it differs differs from uh, Curb, too. So Mm -hmm. we're not going to get like too many of Pete meeting up with Keenan to talk, but it about does his, have his real relationships and like it has his like real like right. it's weird because like I don't know if Keenan's gonna be Keenan Thompson or if he's gonna be a character for the show, but there's some actors that come in that are at like for example, um, what's his name? Charlie, Charlie Day. He's oh, a psychiatrist. For him. Yeah, he's a psychiatrist. But John Mulaney was John Mulaney. Like, and I thought that was a very interesting comment when John Mulaney was like, oh, yeah, bro, you got to he used the heat line. You got to be able to run for something in 30 seconds. And then Pete was like, bro, don't you have a kid? And I was like, yeah, bro, John Mulaney's a fuck up. And I thought that was hilarious that they're making jokes on it. So it's like there's some actors who are going to be actors. There's some who aren't. So but I'm interested in Bubkus. I think Pete had he used his Kim Kardashian relationship to get famous and get all this. I'm in it, baby. I'm in it. Yeah, I like that. You know, this is going to be that curb type of show, but it's going to be of an actor who's young. You kind of get that entourage. Someone that we relate more to than Larry David. Sorry, sorry, LD. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's gonna be on Peacock. Sorry about that. Uh, did you see the regime? Yeah, I did. Hype for that as yeah, well. That, that's gonna be hype. You know, always good to see Kate Winslet. Uh, Kate Winslet doing her thing. Um, Martha Plimpton being the <laughs> I don't know who she was, like a secretary. First lady, secretary, yeah, something like that. Something like that. Um, that that seems like it's going to be a fun time. It, it, I didn't expect it to be as like comedic. Yeah, me neither. I thought it was going to be serious when I first read about it, but it, it seems like she's going to be comedic, which is which is good, which is a good change for Kate Winslet. But that's not the thing I'm excited for. The thing I'm I, excited for is not one True Detective, Night Country, baby. Go, Jody, uh, Jody Foster. Let's go, bro. Let's fucking yeah, go. Like like I said, I've watched, I watched that True Detective season two, which is probably the worst one for me. True Detective season three is gas. With is that the Mahershala Ali? Yeah, that one's yes. not bad. Yeah, season two, then, Taylor Kitsch, terrible. Got, and it got me hyped for this season with Jodie Foster because this mm-hmm. looks. Great. It looks incredible. Like, is- look, anytime you do that, um, what's that? What's that fucking movie called? Wild Country. Wild, what? The fucking the one with um. Yeah, Wind River, that type of story. I'm in it, baby. Like what what Elizabeth Olsen and Jeremy Renner did with Wind River was incredible, and it gives me these vibes. I'm in it. Also, we're finally getting the Continental. Hopefully, FX does it right. Fingers crossed. It looks good, but then there was parts of it that that's looked Peacock. very. Oh, that's Peacock. Oh, hopefully Peacock does it well because it looked good, but there were parts of it that looked CW esque at times where I was like. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I like what Peacock has been doing. Me too. Let me, preface, let me preface with that. I like Peacock's original content. Peacock's one that I'm continuing to pay for. Like I enjoy having Peacock. Yeah, because more I so than Disney Plus. I think Bobkiss is gonna be great. I I get my grand crew love the, there. I saw that that friend of the family one that was mm-hmm. good. Um, but you know. 
with the Fresh Prince. I'm not watching that. People love that though. People love that. I don't watch it. Okay. Yeah. No. I'm like okay. it's well, season, it got a season two. People love it. Like everybody's been telling me to watch it. I'm like, bro, I'm not watching that. Y'all go watch Grand Crew. Like so, Peacock has more content in my opinion than like a lot of these other streamers. It's just some of it is some uh, some of the other original content they have are big misses, like big misses. Yeah, so I'll see what they do with the Continental. It's going to be hit or miss. Like, I think this is, like, a huge test. Yeah, it is. Because they they need an action. They don't have an action show. Everything they have is, like, comedy or drama. They don't have, like, a a dad movie type show. And this is that. And if they succeed, it could be something special. It should succeed. The the Continental is something we always thought since Pitch It should be a show. And there's no reason why it shouldn't work. Um. So you mentioned FX. Let's talk about the FX show. That's classic. Oh, hype. Hype. That shit looks great, too. It's going to take place in lots of different eras. Um, I like both the actors. Kate Mara. Yeah, and Paperboy. So I think that's going to be really great. Go see one. Go watch that trailer if you haven't. Um, The Sympathizer, that's the one with the guy from Vietnam. Mm -hmm. That one with Robert Downey Jr.? Yeah, I'm interested Robert in that, too. That's four characters. Mm-hmm. That's going to be really good. Um, I put in here Fool's Paradise. I don't think you saw the trailer for it, but it's uh, Charlie Day's directorial debut that he's also starring in, where like okay. he plays he plays like this guy who looks like, who, who you know, he plays two characters. One is like a real actor that's like a big deal, and then they find some mute who looks just like him and they get him to come in and play like the sun double and then like everyone ends up like liking him i guess that is funny okay so it, it looks pretty funny um and then the last thing oh the told me is the looks good with jennifer garner and fucking uh in in uh not Tyrion, um jamie i'm into that yeah on apple tv um, my girlfriend my girlfriend read the book and she oh. said it's really good. Great book. Okay. So I have some some hope for that. Yeah, me so, too. So uh, let's talk about HBO Max. Bro, some of this yeah, shit. Max. Some of this shit is trash. Are like, are they, am I going to pay $20 for it? Probably not. I don't care about the ultimate yeah. ad free. I'm going to pay the normal. I, I don't think. I, here's the thing about ads and ad free on streaming I don't mind it. I, See, I have, Paramount with ads, I have Peacock with ads, and I don't, it doesn't bother me. I just got Peacock with ads. I was about to say, the Peacock with ads, the $4.99 one isn't bad at all. That's the only thing I have with ads, and I don't dislike Peacock with ads, because I think it's only, I don't even think it's 90 seconds, I think it's 60 seconds on Peacock. I'm just saying that's the longest you'll get. Like, sometimes I get a 120 before a movie. Oh, see, yeah, I just been watching TV. 120 of commercials, and then they'll play the movie throughout. Okay, okay. See, um, TV's just 60 on, seconds. On That's TV, it. Like, you usually get about 60, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I like having a countdown. I like knowing how much the commercials are. So I'm fine with, like, that's my hot take. I, why pay for ad-free? I, I, I might do ad... Seconds. Wait, isn't it ultimate ad-free, then ad-free, and then normal? Ultimate ad-free is $20. Ad-free, ad-free is 15 Yeah, I might do the 15 I'm not gonna lie to you. I might one's 10 See, yeah, if it's just five dollars, let's see. Okay, if the normal was like, you see how Peacock does it, where it's twelve and then four. If it was a big gap like that, I'd do it. But five dollars, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just scrape that five dollars in there. Man. I'm, I might, 
I might go back and forth. Mm. Because, like, now that I'm thinking about it, like, if I had to watch House of Dragon with commercials, I would have been pissed. I'd be pissed! Yeah, that's what I'm saying! I'm not watching Winning Time with commercials. I'm not doing that. I'm not... Peacock, I could do it because the shows fit commercials to me. Like, the shows more... Because they're more network-based like shows. Poker face with commercials to not buy them. It's not bad, no, because they're, they're it's a network model. Whereas, if I'm watching any of those... H- like, I cannot watch Perry Mason with commercials. I'm sorry. I just can't fucking do it. Like... <laughs> like Perry Mason is long enough without the fucking commercials, bro. Um, but let's talk about some of their announcements. So Harry Potter TV series. Uh, hot topic. Unnecessary. Hot, hot topic. So yeah, I agree with the unnecessary. Um, I agree, but I also agree with the people who are like, we're making it for a new gen. I'm like, that's cool. Do what you want to do. I'm probably going to watch it. Oh, you said you're not going to watch it, or you're going to watch it? it? No, I'm I'm going to watch it. Yeah, I'm going to watch it, too. I like <laughs> the idea of expanding on to the lore. There's not so much that, like, I read some of the books. There's not, uh, the only season that I'm looking forward to of getting more is the Goblet of Fire season. That's the one. Four and five. That's, oh, and uh, Order of the Phoenix. Yeah, you're right. That's the, those Four two. Are, long, but... Those are the two that you're going to get more, because, like, Goblet of Fire, there's more Victor Crumb shit that I want. There's more shit about the other schools, about there's Cedric Diggory. Yeah, there's more games and shit. And in the Order of the Phoenix, you actually see the Order of the Phoenix do shit. Like, and not just chill. So, like, and those are the only that, two. It's not just Umbridge and the battle. Yeah, like, the first three, though, uh, the Sorcerer's Stone, Chamber of Secrets, and even the Prisoner of Azkaban, it's pretty fucking close. Those were pretty well, like... yeah. Yeah, and and then like I guess the last two movies, I guess there's more shit that they excluded. Well, because they split it into two parts, they kind of hit that one pretty well. Especially six, the ending, it was I the like, Well, yeah, and I'm just saying six, I felt like they hit the beats. Four and five were the word that they dropped the ball the most, even though four is probably still one of the top better movies, yeah, for sure. For sure, for sure. But yeah, those are the seasons that I'm looking forward to the most. Like, that's a show where I might pick and choose seasons to watch. Like, I don't know if I'm going to watch Sorcerer's Stone season. And it's also one that you don't feel like you have to watch week to week. It's not going to be in the discourse. Yeah. Everyone already knows what happens. Exactly. Um, exactly. So it, it's, it's, going, it's going to do fine. Um, I and for those that don't like don't J.K. Rowling, she doesn't have anything to do with it. She's no, not. She has everything. Oh, I thought I thought she wasn't involved as much. Oh, I thought they. Nope, she's in it. She's oh damn, Max! Yeah, I thought Max. Will not be watching it. Mm, I thought Max made Max made it seem like she wasn't involved that much. Those fuckers. Mm. Damn. Um, but yeah, at the end of the day, like I'm not. It's the same thing with Chick Fil A. Like, if I don't care what somebody's politics are, if I like what's getting put out, I'm gonna consume it. So, this is where we're at these that, days. That's my opinion. No, for sure. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it, but I'm not too serious about it. I think the missed opportunity is that they could have done something different. Yeah, definitely. Could give us a Harry original show, content, just a different Harry Potter show without Harry Potter. It's a Wizarding World show. Man, they could have gave us something, bro. They're like, uh, go to go to Vertigo. Go make some of those Vertigo comics. Hundred bullets, Max. Hundred fucking bullets. I guarantee you a hundred bullet series would have hit harder than the damn Harry Potter series. God. All right. And then, uh, two other things that 
I want to talk about through Max and Lynn real quick. They're going to do a Conjuring Universe series, which I think could work really well. It, because like those movies really aren't that scary, but they do have a good story. They do. So I think that that could be a really good. The only thing I'm wondering is, are you going to get Vera Farminga and Patrick Wilson to do that? No. Or are you going to recast? Go young. You got to go with the young. Go with the because there's there's a young version of of their characters when they like first start. Like make them like twenty something years old, and you can have them grow through the seasons. Yeah. So we'll see how that turns out. And then Game of Thrones. Coming up with another prequel of the Duncan Egg books. No, I'm hyped for this. The official log line states a century before the events of Game of Thrones, two unlikely heroes wandered Westeros, a young, naive, courageous knight, Sir Duncan the Tall, and his diminutive squire, Egg, set in the age when the Targaryen line holds the Iron Throne and memory of the last dragon has not yet passed from living memory. Great destinies, powerful foes, and dangerous exploits await all. Uh, these are and Egg is, is, is a young Aegon Targaryen. That's who Egg is. Aegon 5. Aegon 5, yeah, from uh, the Game of Thrones series. Yeah, I'm hyped for that. Origin. I'm hyped for the show. This is going to be great. Duncan Egg is like, Duncan's like one of the best knights ever. He does some crazy battles. Yeah, so there's going to be some really cool stuff. Some interesting tie-ins to what we know of the series Game of Thrones. So I think mm-hmm. this is going to be a good, a good one. Yeah, I'm hyped for that. Um, I'll mention real quick that Clint Eastwood's next film is going to be Juror Number Two. It's going to have uh, Tony Collette and Nicholas Holt. Um, will take place during a murder trial that follows a juror Holt who realizes that he may have caused the, the victim's death. Uh, he must decide whether to manipulate the jury to save himself or to re- reveal the truth to turn himself in. Collette's supposed to be the prosecutor. Man, this Nicholas Holt better hit with this. He got too many duds. <laughs> like Nicholas Holt's becoming a B-lister. Yeah. <laughs> a C-list. Hey, but, you know, if you want, if you want to do something good, attach your name with Tony Collette and Clint Eastwood. It's not too bad. Better than Renfield. Um, <laughs> we don't know yet. Yeah, we don't. Look, that movie look, doesn't look good though, bro. I'm, I'm just calling the speed. speed. He was good in the menu though. Um. So you know, Lilo and Sitch have their castings, and we don't really have to talk about that. <laughs> People are pissed. People are pissed. They cast a white woman as Nani. <laughs> Half Filipino. <laughs> People are pissed. <laughs> yeah, they're pissed. It's, Look, Lilo looks great. Annoying. That's all I'm going to say. Lilo looks great. <laughs> That's, that, that is 100% a Polynesian little girl. <laughs> but I guess, like, the, the thing is, is, like, could you not have just found, like... That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, 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 that's my it's thing. Not even like, that big of a role. Like, I, there's so little Polynesian and Samoan at, like, diversity in films. This is the one film they have. You couldn't have just got it right. Like, come on, man. Like, that's all. I know the rocker Roman Reigns going to be in this movie. So, like, you're already putting them in there. Go find somebody. I know they know somebody. <laughs> uh, Zach Galifianakis is going to be in it, and Billy Meganusen is going to be in it. We don't know what their nice. roles are yet. Billy Manganusen's probably a fucking one of the villains. Jumble ass. <laughs> um, the Twister sequels that stars Daisy Edgar Jones might have Glenn Powell be in it. It's not going to be a direct sequel. It's going to be um, Daisy Edgar Jones is some storm chaser who survived a dangerous tornado but now gets pulled back into it. Man, Glenn Powell is living life filming something with Sidney Sweeney l- licking on titties right now. <laughs> 
She be posting, she be posting herself in the most scantily bikinis with Glenn Powell just all up under, and I'm just like, Glenn Powell, you dog. Paramount Pictures is gonna remake. Paramount Pictures is gonna remake Vertigo. Oh, hey, I I was about to be upset, but I could get down behind Robert Downey Jr. playing the Jimmy Stewart role. I was gonna say it takes the right actor to do that. He is the right actor for that. Fuck yeah, Downey. That's a. I always wondered what Downey was gonna do post uh, Iron Man. This is something I like. Yeah, we'll see how that one movie goes. We talked about earlier the trailer, and then Vertigo would be pretty great. It's going to be uh, the Stephen Knight we talked about earlier was a creator of Peaky Blinders. Blinders. He's, he's, yeah, screw it. he's good. It it just depends on who's going to direct um, it. That's before the thing. we talk about Amazon. I'll, before we talk about Amazon, I want to do two quick ones. Netflix live action adaptation of Years of War moves closer. Uh, they've got writers now, so nice. that's going to happen. Uh, Jack Black has been cast in Dear Santa, which is a movie that follows a young boy who accidentally mixes up his letter to Santa and sends it to Satan. <laughs> in which I assume Jack Black will play Satan. That's hard. Uh, and the director of Dumb and Dumber is the director. <laughs> That's funny. Um, Amazon Studios is an early conversation to make a Legally Blonde TV series, potentially a Stargate movie or TV series, a RoboCop TV series. Hard. A barbershop TV series. Nice. I'll watch that. <laughs> Panther movie. It could be animated and a poltergeist project. So oh, you didn't say Magnificent Seven. No, oh, and Magnificent Seven. So they're taking some old IP from MGM and they're going to retool it. Hey, the barbershop thing could be hard with a lot of young black actors. I definitely think DC Young Fly will be in that. Also, Magnificent Seven. Give me, give me, give me. But please, all right, it doesn't have to be a Western. Like, it's a Western at its core in a samurai film because those are the same films. But can we make it a space noir? Like, can we put, can we get creative where we put it? Like, we don't have to put it back in samurai times or in a Western. We could put it in the future. Like, that, like I'm just saying, let's what be creative where we put it. Did, what if you did mobsters? I, look, I'm just, wherever you put it, creative that's all i i just don't want a typical because it's a western and a samurai film at its core it just doesn't have to be in the american west or in feudal japan you could make it with mobsters you could make it a space noir you could do so many things you could do nights like you could do pretty much anything because the core of the film is good i'm just saying put it in a different thing that's all i ask um the only things out of this i'm really interested in is like i would like to see stargate get you know, oh, and RoboCop, I'm high for. Uh, RoboCop as well. Um, RoboCop, Barbershop, and Magnificent Seven. Those are the ones for me. I could care yeah, less. I could care less about the other stuff. Yeah, me too. Oh, also, shout out to the Samuel L. Jackson, uh, John David Washington film. Hype for that. Oh, yeah, that's that's on here, but we'll just say that as a shout out. Yeah, uh, Titans episodes are up on Mac, on HBO Max now. You can finish the show. I'm going to finish it. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to finish it. <laughs> I'm going to finish it, too. I'm gonna I, I, look. I saw the costume. Our boy Tim Drake. I they have some of the best costume designs with some of the worst television. But I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> I'm gonna watch that bullshit. You saw they shaved Connor Ken and made him fall more into his leg side. Like what the fuck is that show doing? Yeah. <laughs> Dude is bald. Yeah, that, when I started season three, I was like, all right, we got, we can go a certain direction here, and they went the wrong one. And I was like. <laughs> 
Bro, I can't believe I can't believe they made Connor Kent that boy cut his hair. If I was that actor, I'd be pissed. I'm bald. When they killed Lex Luthor in the first episode, I was like, I'm dead. It's about it's about Brother Blood though, Schubert. It's not about Lex Luthor. Like Brother Blood. Movie on the rise. Yes, is that time of the show where we suggest one movie or TV show or multiple that's coming out this week that we think you should check out? That is movie on the rise. Uh, you can go first because I'm gonna look. I gotta check Netflix and see if there's a new movie coming out this week or something. I I haven't really seen anything that was new or remember what's coming up that's new. I just watched Swarm this week on Amazon. Okay. Um. So I think if you haven't watched Swarm yet, you should go watch Swarm. Oh, I got something. Short, short watch. Oh, I got two that things. Pretty good. Beyonce okay. fans are crazy. So Guy Ritchie's the Guy Ritchie's the Covenant drops this week, which I'm gonna watch. That comes out this week. And Su- Suzume, the new anime movie by the creator of Your Name, that also drops mm. this week, which will be great. But which yeah, I'm, is amazing. Your, oh, your name made me cry, bro. Some you, you know me, I don't cry at movies. That's the one movie that made me cry. It's cr- fucking incredible. But fucking uh, the, the Covenant, that's one that I'll say. And then coming this week on Netflix. Um, you think they'll ever do Studio Ghibli live action movies? No, and I don't think they should. Because those things are perfect. Like, those things really are perfect. Like, I wouldn't... I, wouldn't I, I asked that because I saw that um, in Birmingham they're going to have Spirited Away stage show. That's interesting. Now, see, I think plays work. Um, I just don't think uh, movies or TV shows work. But a play, I think I think they could do a whole Broadway things with them. Okay, yeah, yeah I'm going Covenant because there's nothing else that's coming out really that's worth chatting about this week. Like, unless you unless you like the new Love yeah. is Blind season or like... Nah, no, and... Yeah, oh, it's not really good? A lot of people... Well, at, at the... Just thought the discourse on Sunday night was funny because it was supposed to be like a live show and they had like people show up, like celebrities show up to her live screening or whatever. And then Netflix didn't play it live. It didn't start for like 45 minutes later or something. Oh, so they, they made everyone wait like 45 minutes to an hour for the, this live Love is Blind. <laughs> Netflix dropping the ball. It's <laughs> dropping the fucking ball. All right. Tell us about. Uh, I do, oh, I do want to see the Netflix show Beef. So oh, it's good. Curse watches it. It's good. It's really good. It's like really, really good. Okay. It, it's dumb at times. Right, so Sometimes me... it makes me mad that I'm like, this is what you choose to do to get back at this woman. Like instead, like there were so many ways that I thought Stevie Wynn could have fucked this woman over. But like, let me just tell you the first way. So I, I tell you the first way. So they have the whole show. They're beefing. But like the first way they introduce each other is through road rage, which they show in the trailer. So he goes to her house. And he thinks the husband drives the car, but he finds out it's her. When he finds out it's her, meanwhile, he's he he's stringing her along because he's a contractor for all these different things wrong with her house. And she wants to hire him. So, boom, I'm thinking, OK, he's going to like get her, hire her, charge her all this money, do all this, get paid. And then like say, ha ha, I fucked you. Nothing's wrong with your house or fuck up her house. Either way, all he does is pee on her rug. I'm like, bro, you're broke and you have an opportunity to string along this rich woman and you pee on her rug. So like they, they but they but the beef gets serious after the piss on the rug. Like it, it gets wild. So definitely check out beef. It's really good. <laughs> uh, so 
before we talk about yeah, before we talk about Mando, tell us about Succession and Dave. All right, so Dave, three episodes in. You saw the first episode. You liked mm-hmm. it, right? The yeah, I liked Texas, it. Where you meet that girl. We're starting the tour. And I was so sad when like everybody find out the truth about Campbell. I was like, <laughs> I thought for a minute, I was like, oh yeah, maybe this girl just doesn't know who little Dicky is, but no. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, and then like he almost gets sh- shot. When he, yeah, you know, diaper or whatever, whatever that thing was called, the scro guard. Bro, he has the and weirdest she, stuff. Um, yeah, but the second episode is all about him creating a music video about his lost high school love, <laughs> and she ends up like finding out that he's in town, and she was like, "Why can't we hang out?" And he's like, "Oh, I'm shooting this music video." Oh, like, is oh, the actual girl here. from the show, like from earlier yeah, in season one? Oh, okay. Because I know Ali's there. I don't okay. Know if Levy was... No, no, it's it Jane Levy um, gotcha. playing some girl that Jane that he went to high school with, and um, it's really good. It's one of those like off the beaten path episodes of Dave, where like he's still on tour, but he's doing something else while he's in Philadelphia. And the third episode, he's in Atlanta, and he, you know, hangs out with Rick Ross, who's the stuff with Killer Mike. He has a scene with Usher. Um, it's a really good data episode, the third episode. So you should definitely catch up on that when you can. The fact that his album is called uh, Secession is crazy. <laughs> Secession. Um, the first two episodes were great, set a lot of stuff up. The third episode is going to be go down as one of the greatest television episodes of all time. Oh, that's the it's one that beat Ozymandias? Yeah, it's a rare air. How high it's been rated? It's 10, 10 out of ten on IMDb until someone probably is gonna go on there and be like, "It was it was bad." One one star, but yeah, it's it's wild. Do you, do you, um, I guess since there's been another succession episode as we're talking at the moment, I can spoil it if you want to be spoiled. No, nah, wait till next week. I'm gonna be caught up. I'm gonna be ready to go. I'm gonna be. Hey, okay. hey, okay. I, that, that's one show that I do not like to be spoiled because I am a succession man. Yeah. Succession so. is great. Hell it's yeah. Great. The, the All right. Of moving forward is going to be Let's great. talk about fucking the, 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 the Bo-Katan well, show. <laughs> well, I, I want to know your theory because we thought because before we got, we got, before we stopped, the episode we were supposed to do that week was the finale of Last of Us. Oh, you the mid, you talk about the mid of um, us? <laughs> yeah, so like what was the overall feeling of last of us as we got as we closed? Not as mid. good as not as good as we thought. Mid as hell. It does not compare to the year before where we start the year with Peacemaker and Winning Time. We thought that it was on the level of that in Tokyo Vice in that era. No, Last of Us was fucking mid. We didn't get enough fungi zombie fighting because that's what the fucking game is about it became more about a drama and like i was like where's the action i and last of us was mid it was super the the best episodes had nothing to do with the main storyline except nothing nothing to do the only one was the black kid episode with the the black people yes and that was the the best best episode of the show the main storyline it that's it everything else was trash in the way it ended, so I never played the game, so I didn't know how that this was the way that it ended. I was pissed. I was like, "That's how. <laughs> that's that's what happened." Like, this, that was the decision that he made. Yep. 
<laughs> yep. And and you got to think when you played the game, you didn't know there was a second one coming. <laughs> like <laughs> you didn't know there was more. <laughs> so it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> but I, I guess they're saving more of the zombie killing for the second season with L running things, which like who even knows? Who knows? <laughs> we, know gonna, we know that they're going to make more because people are like, oh, yeah. That was, it was, that was the, one of the best see, shows I ever. Enough people, I don't see enough people calling it out for like it not being that good. Oh, no, just us. We're the only people calling it mid. Like, everybody else is like, this is one of the best shows ever. And I'm like, bro, calm down. <laughs> calm I still down. pick Station 11 over this shit. Bro, I'll pick Mandalorian Season 3 over this fucking show, bro. And and, and don't get me started talking about Bo-Katan. This is the Mandalorian semicolon Bo-Katan. I'm so upset that Jin Darn gave up the Darksaber. It's pissing me off, bro. It's pissing me off. Well, you know, when it happens, when, like, that episode happened... When like, she, oh, when, when she beat the it? thing? Oh, see, yeah. okay, so I knew when he got I, captured... I thought about that. When, she got, when he got captured, I was like, damn it, this is how they're going to give Bo-Katan the sword. And I was like, this is a loophole. I was thinking she shouldn't want it, but, like, the armor and everyone else doesn't want him to have it. The armor is scheming. They're all scheming to get her in charge. But also, I still think the armorer, I got a theory that the armor, low-key, was is working for Moff Gideon. That could be it. Um, I think that that's probably one direction we could go with her. Um, I could, I also could see us having the armor be some sort of other offshoot, but also bad news, depending on whether it is with Moff Gideon or if she's like directly connected to Thrawn. Mm. See, oh, see that. oh, you think she might be direct? See, okay, see, I was thinking if she's not, if she's not working for Moth Gideon, then I could see her being like something like a new version of the Night Sisters working for Thrawn. Because you remember, weren't yes. the Night Sisters <laughs> on Mandalore at some point? No, uh, the thought process is that Maul took over Death Watch. Okay. And this is the children of the Watch. So, like, their mind that she was being like one of the leaders of this tribe mm-hmm. could be subscribed to Darth Maul. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, okay. Like gotcha. Um, but, you know, going through the episodes that we missed, you know, that Minds of Mandalore episode was top tier. Yep. Why was um, oh my bad, episode. my bad. I'm gonna keep jumping around because I, I don't know I don't know by episode. Why the fuck was Lizzo and Jack Black in the Mandalorian? <laughs> we'll get there, we'll get there, we we'll <laughs> Mind's Mandal- Mandalorian, that was the episode where like we, we talked about with the Darksaber and all that. So that third ep- the third episode was Coruscant with the little side quest, which was lame. <laughs> Wait, um, is that the one with uh with my man? Don't do that to Jahad Best. That wasn't. Is that the? No, no, no. Oh, okay. That's the fourth one. Okay. The third one is where to go to follow Doctor Pershing while he's on Coruscant and. Oh yeah, that shit was boring. The, <laughs> the, the Andy character. That was, that was Why did you even I do that? I didn't, really, I didn't really understand the payoff besides like establishing that that girl you can't trust her. Yeah. Um. Chapter twenty, the foundling. That was the shortest. That was badass. Of course, of course, the shortest fucking episode is the one with Jawhead Best, where we get some fucking Grogu backstory. 
yeah, you know, that was a, that was some good stuff. The thought process there is that um, Jar Jar Binks was probably helping Ahmed Best. Yeah. Oh, not Jahid Best. Ahmed Best. Yeah, Ahmed Best. That's crazy Ahmed that Best. that Ahmed Best is Grogu's uh Grogu's uh mentor, his master. That's dope. Like, if you're Ahmed Best after all the shit you went through with Jar Jar, now you're this badass Jedi who is the trainer of Grogu. It's pretty badass. Yeah. I assume I'll probably see him die. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, isn't he... There was a game, like, a Jedi training game that he was the Jedi for. That's, he, yeah, he's the he's him. character from yeah, the Yeah, 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 from the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, or the show, his whatever. His role was that he, um, he... His character is the, like, the Grandmaster of... Yeah, the, the, the lightsaber trainer or whatever. Younglings Academy. Like, gotcha. He's the guy. He's you know, the Dumbledore of... The, Hey, I also like that he was a dual wielder. Yeah. I fucked with that too. But I will say Ahmed Best looked um, a little goofy holding lightsabers. <laughs> just a just a tad. <laughs> the episode after that was the episode where you get Carson Teva traveling around. That was where you had Zed. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well you have Zeb. Yeah. Yeah, you had Zeb come in, which he looked and- great. And isn't that 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 that, that Asian man from Kim's Convenience? Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah I thought so. He's Appa from Kim's Convenience. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but he does a really great job on the show. I liked his stuff. And, and he's gonna be Uncle Iroh. Mandalorians. Yeah, he's gonna be Uncle Iroh. And we, and we found the Mandalorians had like got Moff Gideon. And yeah. So, and so we we wait a whole week, and we're like thinking, oh man, yeah, we're theorizing what's gonna happen, what's gonna happen. And then we get to episode six of season three, and it's the Jack Black Lizzo episode. What (laughs) What the fuck is that? But hey, shout out to Grogu. Grogu's not only a Jedi, a Mandalorian, he's a knight too, baby. Grogu's everything, my boy. Grogu, where were you in Rise of Skywalker? Force Awakens, where were you, Grogu? (laughs) He's going to be in the Unknown Regions train with Ezra. Man, where were you? You're a knight. A uh, uh, Mando, you're all of these things. Ray needed your ass, bro. <laughs> he's gonna be on Mandalore, chilling, <laughs> chilling with his honeys. You think he's gonna wear the mask the whole time? You think he's gonna? <laughs> I don't know. We'll see what happens with that. But then we get to episode <laughs> the episode seven, last week's episode. Great, which was obviously the best one. Um, lots of really great stuff. I think you know Grogu being in IG Eleven now is a really interesting thing. Now he gets to talk. Yeah. Now he, you know, he has a little bit more armor. He's got more to do. So I think that's all going to be good. And you know, we haven't. Oh, one no, thing that not a lot of people are talking about is we haven't seen Grogu faint one time or fall asleep after using the Force. So he's stronger he's now. now. Yeah, he's stronger now. I mean, also, yeah. is Brindle Hux? Is that is that someone related to uh, Dom Hall Gleason? Yeah, his father. Oh. <laughs> Oh, okay, nice. That's a little tie into uh, Force Awakens. Okay. First, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And wait, don't aren't isn't Project Necromancer about Palpatine? Yes. Okay. Either that, it's either about Palpatine or it's about Ilum and Starkiller Base. Okay. Okay. Real. Yeah, real, real. Either one of those. Two. But either way, it's yeah, filling in the gaps. Sure. It's filling in the gaps for the uh, the sequel trilogy. Right. Okay. Cool. Cool. Right. cool, cool and cool, it's cool. also setting up Arthron stuff. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Facts, 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 facts. 
Um, there was some other stuff. Um, oh yeah, just the dead. Wait, who? Is Paz Vizsla dead? Oh yeah, is he? <laughs> I hope he is. Fuck Paz Vizsla. I don't fuck with his ass. It'd be it, it would be better if they did kill him because then they would put some stakes in there. Mm-hmm. But I doubt. But he's probably alive. You think he's alive? Damn. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I hope, I think he might be dead. Okay, so, the night out. Big rumors going around. Big, the, uh, is, what about is, the night out? Is the night out, that's Bo-Katan's group, right? Yeah. Okay, so, I'm just interested to see uh, what the night owls do when, like, like what the night owls do against the watch. Like, are they going to coexist? Well, they're gonna have to coexist at the moment because they're all gonna die. Yeah, true, 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 true. Uh, hey, those Beskar armor dark um, troopers, yeah. crazy, crazy. <laughs> yeah. And then we also got the Praetorian guards. Yeah. Yo. Yep. 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 Oh no, Patch Vizsla's dead, bro. That was his last stand. I think you're right. I think that dude's Gonzo. Um, the big questions going into this week is what's going to happen with the armor? Is she truly with Gideon or what's her deal? Mm-hmm. And um, I've seen people think that are saying that they think that Dean's going to die. Oh, wait, what? And that, and that the show will become the Mandalorian is Grogu. Oh, I wouldn't be mad at that. See, I was thinking... I was thinking, see, okay, I like that. Like how, how, with, with like how big of a deal Pedro Pascal is, how much longer can he do this? That's very interesting. See, I was thinking that with him being captured, I think by him, I thought he was going to beat Moff Gideon again and somehow get the Darksaber, but I think you're right. I think you're, I think you're right. I think the Mandalorian is Grogu. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and, I think, and I think the reason why they gave the Darksaber to uh, Bo-Katan and then showed Bo-Katan's relationship with Grogu is because she's going to train him after Din dies. Yeah! Yo. And it's in... Something like that. So that's a, that's a theory that's out there. That's not what I think personally. I think that they'll all live. Okay. And like, but I don't know if everything's going to get settled. Okay. Like I don't think that by the end of next week... Damn, I like the Grogu theory. The, you don't like the Grogu theory? Oh, I like it. I like the theory. I'm just saying, like, I don't think it's gonna happen. Okay, okay. See, like, damn, now you got me wanting it to happen. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like Dan Jarn's gonna show up in his baloney movie. Mm. Yeah, you gotta save him for that. Yeah. Damn. So, We're gonna see. We'll talk about it next week. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited to see how it turns out. It's gonna be great. Facts. Fact, fact, facts. Oh, yeah, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Um, but, yeah, so that wraps things up for this episode of the Bros Who Binge podcast. We'll be back next week to talk about the finale. We'll talk about um, mm. Lyndon's thoughts and feelings on you know, secession up to at least episode Yes, sir. Yeah. No, I'm going to get to four. I'm going to get to all of them. I'm going to watch all of them. But fucking Lizzo and Jack Black. Oh, what a... And then Christopher uh, Christopher Lloyd, too. <laughs> like, where were all you... That was just cameo I episode. Have, I didn't have a problem with the episode as much as I had a problem with where it was placed in the season. <laughs> it was not the time. 
that should have been episode five. Episode five should have been episode six. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, just, or or take out that bullshit Coruscant episode. We were rolling. <laughs> or take out that bullshit Coruscant episode and slide everything up one. Or merge them. Like, yeah. Be watching what's going on in Coruscant and be watching what's going on. True. Because like true, that, true, that episode true. felt like I was watching a lot of Like they had the crime scene tape. You know, they're going into bars and they're going to be people like they see a suspect and that suspect runs no you're right i can watch online order right now mandalorian svu gotta gotta catch who's <laughs> messing with these rogue droids <laughs> forget that we're trying to save mandalore <laughs> yeah we care about these random droids <laughs> no you're right mm-hmm. Oh shit, that's hilarious! Oh, why? Why do the droids have a bar? <laughs> hey, I thought that. I was like, "What the fuck do these droids have to do? Drink? Like, who drinks? Like, why are these droids drinking? What? What are they doing?" If, if, the, if the droids are the workforce and like they live at people's houses, when do they get time off? <laughs> do they not just deactivate? <laughs> and and my th- yeah, like you said, don't you just push a button? Like, why, where do they, do they clock off, go to the bar, then say, hey, honey, I'm going home? Or do they go back to the master's house? Like, what the fuck? There's too many loopholes for me. I was like, I yeah. Just, I no, I'm with you. That's funny. <laughs> Fucking right. Lizzo's in the Star Wars yeah. universe. Me and you got to get in the Star Wars universe if Lizzo can be in it. <laughs> you just got to dress up as Grogu for Halloween, I guess. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, no, you're right. Oh, man. Um, so, London, let everyone know what's going on with the Bursting Network. A lot of content, man. A lot of content is dropping. If you want to stay up to date, follow us on Twitter. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube. The YouTube is popping. We have a lot of content dropping on YouTube from YouTube Shorts to YouTube videos. There's two One Piece videos that'll be out by the time you guys hear this. Run It Back will be out, as well as the new Run It Back is being recorded this week. We're doing uh, Shawshank Redemption. So, check that out. Uh, me and Lil Reg will review air. You'll get that during the week. So check that out. Um, uh, Anime Talk will finally be back. You'll check that out. A bunch of just great content throughout the network. So be sure to just follow us on Twitter at Bros You Think. And you can follow me on TikTok, LimBWT. And yeah, man, and you'll get all the content. All right. Uh, definitely excited to see what's going on with the network and some of the stuff that's been out on the socials. Um, yes, sir. If- if you see us in any of the clips from our show, make sure to like. You know, yeah, share. Uh, we're going to have a lot of stuff coming coming down the pipe this summer. And I'm excited to be doing it. So, Yes, sir. Glad to be back, my man. For Lyndon Bird, my name's Adam Schuber. You can follow me on Twitter at ShubesBWT. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and catch us again next week. Have a great week. And as always, keep binging.